Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 5 of this Daily Study Podcast. Once again I nearly said Series 2 and I've still got to get used to that. Also, uh, I've realised I forgot to uh, mention uh, Happy New Year to everyone yesterday. I just completely forgot it's because I was recording it the day before and so it just didn't cross my mind. But uh, belated Happy New Year to you all. I hope that 2021 is as wonderful as it can be for you. That frankly, it's better than 2020 in some cases. Although having said that, you know, uh, my wife and I were reflecting upon the year 2020 and there are some great blessings that have come out of it, despite the global pandemic and um, all the tensions and political and other um, things that have been going on in the world, you know, there's a lot of things which we can be grateful for. And so um, I hope that it, this year is great for you. We are continuing with our study of the um, December 28th to January the 3rd uh, week of Come Follow Me, covering Doctrine and Covenants section one, Hearken, O Ye People. And today we're concluding the section which is titled, The Lord Restored His Gospel to Help Me Face the Challenges of the Latter Days found in verses 12 to 30 and 35 to 36. We're going to continue from verse 19 uh, in a verse where the Lord says, The weak things of the world shall come forth and break down the mighty and strong ones, that man should not counsel his fellow man, neither trust in the arm of flesh. Um, a well-known verse, a well-known idea, <clears throat> that the Lord calls the uh, the weak and the sinful ones of the world to bring down the mighty and strong ones. And this is done because he allows them or supports them uh, to be able to prevail. Um, obviously, we know from President Nelson's recent comments at General Conference in October that Israel, the word Israel means to let God prevail. Uh, and so if we let God prevail in our lives, then God will support us to be able to prevail. Um, in the talk, Your Priesthood Playbook, in the April 2019 General Conference, Elder Gary E. Stevenson said this, quote, You might be thinking that you are no one special, that you are not all-star material, but that is not true. Don't you know that God has proclaimed the weak things of the world shall come forth and break down the mighty and strong ones? So, do you feel weak, insignificant? Congratulations, you just made the lineup. Do you feel unimportant, inferior? You may be just who God needs. What greater example is there than David stepping onto the battlefield against a frightening opponent, Goliath? Relying on the Lord with a plan, David saved not only himself, but the army of Israel. Know that the Lord will be with you as you summon your courage to be on his side. If God be for us, who can be against us? Close quote. I think that uh, this is a wonderful um, lesson, lesson that the Lord will ha has restored his gospel today to help us overcome these great calamities and challenges that will come. And again, like we said yesterday, we're not just talking about global pandemics and spiritual apathy, but we're talking about everything that comes against us. Financial instability, emotional distress, um, physical pain, just all sorts of things that come against us in this world for this world is fallen and is not a perfect world um, and he can help us through it. And then in verse, we go forward a bit. And in verse 24, it says, Behold, I am God and have spoken it. These commandments are of me and were given unto my servants in their weakness after the manner of their language, that they might come to understanding. The Lord has given us uh, these commandments, this book of commandments, the doctrine and covenants to be able to be able to, to be able to receive knowledge and strength um, and understanding from him. This is given to the weak for their learning so they can become strong. 
I think sometimes we overlook this book of scripture often. We talk about the Book of Mormon a lot because obviously it is the keystone of our religion. Um, it is the evidence that helps us to know that Joseph Smith was indeed a prophet of God um, and that it is another key witness of Jesus Christ. We talk a lot about the Bible, especially the New Testament, because it it catalogues the life of our Saviour himself and it tells of his many miracles and the uh, initial um, ministry of, of his church. Um, so we, we talk about those scriptures a lot, but I think sometimes the Doctrine and Covenants we, we, we sometimes gloss over um, because they are, I don't know, it's it's just something, well, for me personally, it's it's a book of scripture that I think I have underappreciated over the years. And this is so important, this preface, because it tells us that we need to have it to be able to receive understanding, to be able to receive strength. In verse 28, it says, and inasmuch as they were humble, they might be made strong and blessed from on high and receive knowledge from time to time. We need to humble ourselves, we need to study these words, and we need to apply them into our lives. And if we do so, we will receive knowledge from time to time. I do like how it says from time to time. It's not saying that you'll have a constant flow of revelation come to you. You won't, um, you know, be given everything that you need at every moment. But you will be able to receive knowledge from time to time, especially in this church, which is a living church. In verse 30 uh, of Doctrine and Covenants section 1, it says this, And also those to whom these commandments were given might have power to lay the foundation of this church and to bring it forth out of obscurity and out of darkness, the only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth, which with which I, the Lord, am well pleased, speaking unto the church collectively and not individually. Now, I feel like we can spend quite a while on this verse and we'll probably move into the section tomorrow um, talking about it a bit as well, because there are a number of principles in there which I think are worth dwelling on. Uh, first of all, um, these commandments, this, these books, these revelations, this book of revelations was given so that they may have the power to lay the foundation of this church. I think that sometimes uh, we, we misunderstand the restoration. And I think sometimes some members of the church misunderstand the restoration as well, in a sense. And this has been spoken of about by President Russell M. Nelson recently a lot too. In the sense that the restoration was not completed in, in 1820 or even 1830. Um, the restoration is an ongoing event and it is still ongoing today. Changes and in policies and practices are happening because the restoration is an ongoing process. Um, and the church is, as an organisation, as as it is Christ's church, in that sense, it is perfect, but it is not complete. Uh, it is not finished um, because, of course, otherwise we would deny living revelation if we said that was to be the case. Um, and I think that sometimes we use the word perfect a bit too quickly when we're describing the church, especially the leadership of the church. But I would argue also that the Lord does not consider his church perfect at this time. Um, it is the most perfect, the most complete faith uh, or you know a religion with with the ordinances i guess in the sense that it has all the ordinances of salvation it is perfect but in terms of its policies and practices it is not perfect yet otherwise there would be no need for an online handbook which is changing on a regular basis or being updated um to be more perfect uh the, the lord has laid the foundation at this stage um of this revelation being given and um it's not complete yet um but i love that 
I love that um, we, we have this line here which says that they have the power to lay the foundation of this church, to bring it forth out of obscurity and out of darkness, because it helps us understand that the church is not finished yet, um, but there will be great things to come. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a great comfort. These revelations then help us to face the challenges of the latter days. Um, an example of this would be give, is given in October 1994 in the sort of Spirit of Elijah, um, which I believe was given by Elder Russell M. Nelson, as he was at the time. He said, quote, Joseph Smith's responsibility was to lay the foundation for this great work. Important details were to be revealed later. At April, at April Conference 1894, President Wilford Woodruff announced this revelation. We want the Latter-day Saints from this time to trace their genealogies as far as they can and to be sealed to their fathers and mothers, have children sealed to their parents and run this chain through as far as you can get it. This is the will of the Lord to his, to his people, close quote. I love this quote by um, President Russell M. Nelson because he is pointing out that the church was laid down, its foundation was laid in 1830 and the early years of the church, but it wasn't until later and even today where things have been changed and added and more direction given. For example, the, the, the call to all members of the church to trace their genealogies was given in 1894. That's 64 years later than the church was organised. I think what we'll do, we'll continue this discussion tomorrow because it's really important. And there's also a few other phrases and things we learn in that verse 30 as well, which I think are really important. So thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please do follow the usual um, social media places. You can join, join on Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com with your feedback. And if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode yourselves, thank you for your time. And until we meet again.